Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. From Channel Side Drive, where Lord Stanley Cup rests. Time kicks down the Lightning with the Stanley Cup. Travel across the bridge to St. Pete to find our American League champs. And the Tampa Bay Rays have just won the American League pennant. And get ready to fire the cannon. Blob pass toward the end zone. Gronkowski makes the catch. Touchdown Tampa Bay. What a great grab by Gronk. Because it's time for another episode of Play the Bay. the Bay. Hello and welcome back to Play the Bay. The Super Bowl is right around the corner. And if you are looking for a place to bet on any of the sports going on, betonline.ag is the best and only place to log it in. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place on the internet. And there's always the online casino as well, which never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, betonline.ag and sign up today. Woo! I'm already betting online because it is championship weekend. Yay. Evan, were your eyes closed? Were you meditating before the show started? That's kind of why no, I No, I was not meditating before okay. the show I just, started. I didn't we know if you were harnessing your here, So that's okay if you were. I'm looking at the playback, and like for some reason, my camera is really pixelated, and that's not it a good sign. Yeah, it's yeah, it really, is. really it bad. Is. Yeah. yeah, it's okay though. It's okay. We'll it's continue right. we get, on. We've we've got a big show. Go play the Bay, brought to you by Believe Podcast Network, and also BetOnline.ag. We've got a huge show tonight. A huge, huge announcement. Huge, 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 huge. <laughs> We do have a huge show and a huge announcement and a lot of things to get into. Massive. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of know what you guys have been up to because it's only been two days since our last episode. So <laughs> <laughs> not too much chit chat to have right up top. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get into too much trouble in 48 hours, can we? No, I don't think so. I mean, it's definitely possible, but possible. maybe not midweek. Yeah, it's not probable. No. It's definitely possible. It's not probable. This weekend, though, I'm sure plenty of trouble will ensue. I can imagine. Especially, well, especially on Sunday. Especially well, on Sunday. You've seen my uh, my Amazon arsenal. I've ordered the full face paints. Got a troll doll wig. I mean, it's time to go full buck, folks. It's time to go full steam ahead. They need us. It's time. Chip will turn. He will turn the other cheek and be fully painted. This weekend. I love that for you. I I, mean, I am so I, – I, I went out to Dick's Sporting Goods the other day, and I found my own Tom Brady Bucko Bruce shirt uh, through Dick's yes. Sporting Goods. But it's not the orange. It's the gray one. So I'll be sporting that probably on Sunday. Yes. Good. With my Bucks hat on. Full Bucks apparel. I can't. Kaylee, now, have you, have you gone to the dark side, and have you bought anything Tampa? Or? Um, No, I have not. <laughs> I um, – it's kind of interesting because I have I kind of grew up like with a soft spot for the Buccaneers because my mm-hmm. dad and his family is from Tampa. So um it's just interesting because I've never like acquired any gear for the Bucks. So I don't know. Maybe I will have to, but probably think, not. 
to be honest. You might have to remedy that. That might have to be remedied. It Uh, might. I was going to say, not even a hat? No, I feel like I have not. Like, I've never been. I've been to games, and I have worn red or whatever coordinating color to support the Buccaneers, but I haven't invested in actual gear. So maybe I'll change that next season, but I feel like it's too late to do it this season because obviously we're we're down to the wire on games. So Yeah, but this is where they need your support the most. I feel like if anything, they don't need me right now. They probably really? needed me like last year, the year before, but now they've got, you know, America's <clears throat> sweetheart. So I don't know that they need me. I think every fan <laughs> in the in the Bucks uh <clears throat> pantry is is critical critical maybe i'll have enough star power then i'll take some of your star power where you're actually going to paint my face so really ipso facto you will have colors moving and shaking zero promises on the quality of that face paint see l bush (laughs) i told you dude i tell you what it's something that somebody needs to become a professional face painter or we need to find somebody that can do this can you be a, a professional or do you just get very good? There's got to be a makeup artist. Maybe, yeah. yeah right. something like that, would be, that would be the deal. But I don't know. The one thing I don't want to have happen is to us go there at Rafferty's, downtown beautiful Sarasota. Everybody come on down. We'll be there for the Bucks game. And we're going to cheer on the team. We're not going to say anything about the Green Bay Packers, even though Rafferty's is a bar right. of Packers fans. So, But come down. We're going to have a great time. Um, face painters. I'm what I'm gonna have to do is have one of the bartenders do it, and then that's gonna be really bad. I can already feel it. Like I can you just gotta get you gotta get there early. You know, make sure that they're they're you know fresh when they do it. They're, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I wouldn't so wait. Get, there you go. Yeah. But let's you can't get there early and help me though. You can't. You're not. You're not gonna do that. You're you're co-host in, in trouble. Maybe, but I also live 45 minutes from Rafferty's. So I know, I know. Me being there on time is... Chip, I was going to say, if, if if any any female knows how to put on their makeup, I'm sure they know how to paint it. Yeah. Face. Well, that's what I would... I mean, well, I figure bartenders are going to be a little bit busy at a bar. At a bar? Busy, that's true. Football weekend. That would Probably. be my only speculation on that, but... Probably. You know. Okay. All right. I'm wishing the best for you. I love this journey for you. So I can't wait to see. (laughs) I can't wait to see how it turns out. But uh, we recapped the game um, on Tuesday. So we won't, we won't go into all the nitty gritty of this matchup, but. Thanks Davis. Shout out ATL. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, um, but let's talk about some overall Buccaneers questions that I think everyone's kind of asking at this point in the season. Obviously, this is a brand new team with brand new goals compared to what we saw in 2019 from the Buccaneers. And I think a lot of fans' mindset is really Super Bowl or bust. And it does kind of seem like at some level, that's the organization's mindset, given the investments they've made on the on the contract side and everything they've kind of thrown in. And the the real concept here looks like it's just throw it at the wall, see if it sticks this year. And so far, it's worked. Um, so do you think that if they lose Sunday's game and miss the Super Bowl by one game, will this season be a success or a failure? All right. I mean, I'm doing this. I'm taking this one head on. I'm coming straight at you. 
I, I was going to let you go first, and then, Stream and then I'll take the reins after you. I mean, I was the one that when we talked about this, if you're not making the playoffs at least and going past the first round, that I felt this year was going to be a bust because of what you did and what you invested and what you have done. So now, as a person who is a Bucks fan-ish and covers the Bucks and covers everything Tampa sports, I think that you can kind of – pressure should be a little bit off now. I think for the team and for your, your fans, I think you should kind of go, you know what? Judging by – and if we look at, at the season in quarters – the first two quarters of the season, we were like, this is awful. They're not <laughs> going to make the playoffs. Panic Tom time. Brady is finished. Yeah, back, back up the truck. Let's cover the field. I mean, it's over. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, we, we, you can look at this now, I think personally, as a success, and you have, you have the outline of what you need to accomplish going into next year. And you know you have a critical offseason coming with some good pieces um, that could be moved, but you have a baseline. You have where you can start and you can make sure, hopefully, to keep, you know, keep the team together. So, no, I think this is definitely a success. I think you can build on this, and I think that the players that have been here now have a, a better feeling moving into next year if they choose to stay that this will be okay. So I, I agree with you. I think we all were kind of looking at this as if they go eight and eight, which some a couple of people on our other show, Sports Caffeine, thought they were going to do. Um, and then it looked kind of like that a couple of times during the season when it because it, it's been it's been so up and down, especially with yeah. the 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 defense and the and the offense not clicking on all cylinders, and then. You know the second half of the season, especially the last four, which the last four were look. They're let's 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 be honest. They're cupcake games. I mean, yeah. you had to play the Falcons twice. You played the Lions. You played the Vikings. And that's when you, ha- as a team, especially if you're headed toward the playoffs, which they were were trajectory was where it's playoffs. Was if you go into those four games, you go four and zero, three and one's okay too. But if you if you go and and keep improving on each week and looking like you're correcting mistakes of the past weeks, then that to me says, okay, we're, we're catching fire at the right time, especially with the offense. The offense has been catching fire and the defense has been catching fire and they're catching fire at the right time. And in the NFL, when you're a team like that headed into the playoffs, you want to be a team that's catching fire. And they've, they have done that. If they didn't, if they didn't win the first round, I would still call it a success because it's still it's like almost like you're bringing in a brand new team entirely because you're starting fresh with it may have been it it is Tom Brady, but you're still starting fresh with a brand new quarterback coming in, trying to learn this new system, you know, gel with the guys that he's going to be throwing to. It's it's a success anyways, like playoffs success like now. And you all know me listening to the show and you two hosting the show with me lowered expectations every single year. So for them to now headed to the NFC championship game and one went away to not only go to the Super Bowl, but be as the home team in the Super Bowl 
takes those expectations and blows them out of the water. So if anybody says this season was not a success, you're out of your damn mind. And I can say, damn, that's okay. <laughs> According to our new sponsor, which we'll name later. You're out of your mind because, you know, a lot of people, a lot of, there was a lot of critics out there saying Tom Brady was finished. He couldn't throw the long ball. He couldn't throw the deep ball. Defense has been shoddy against good teams. Even I, even I questioned it at times, but, you know, you have slayed a couple of dragons and now you're headed into the NFC championship. This season is a success a hundred times over. And it, it, the, no matter what the outcome is of this Sunday's game, win or lose, if they lose, still a success. That brings a fire under this team going into next season because you know why you're going to have so many guys in the free agency market going, I want to come down to Tampa. I'll take less money. We all know there's going to be a few guys on this team now that are going to take pay cuts to stay on this team going yeah. into next year. So yeah. you're going to see a lot of guys in free agency saying, I don't mind taking a couple of mil less. I don't mind taking a pay cut to come down and play with this team that's probably going to come back to it the, the next year to the NFC Championship or the Super Bowl or bust. So that's that's what excites me the most is and hell you you never know Tom Brady might say to next year even though he signed a two year contract with the Bucks he might come out next year and go well, you know what I'm playing for another three years with the Bucks because I'm having so much fun in Tampa because it looks like Tom's having so much fun with his team and Bruce Arians coming coming out the other day saying I let him coach I let him do his thing I don't even I don't even know what he's doing I let him coach so. That to me says this team is having fun, even though they've had the ups and downs this this year. This team is having so much fun, and that is it's a bright spot. Now, obviously, the clock is ticking on Father Time. We don't know how much left Tom Brady has in the tank, even though he looks like he's thirty years old and drinks the blood of, of babies and is a vampire. He has that avocado ice cream, eating it all day. But <laughs> avocado ice cream, avocado ice cream, man. Even Dude, if even, even if the, even if the time is short. It's fun. And yeah. Tampa, and football in Tampa is now fun again because you've got all these fun pieces in place. You know, Gronk's here. Gronk's the character. Listen, you got A.B. A.B. can bring his off-field drama. He's left it at the door, but he's still fun to really watch. So I, I'm loving it, man. It's a success. If, if you call it a failure, I think you're out of your mind. Yeah. I think it took this team, though, 18 weeks to have fun. Yeah. Like, not- it, it took – 18 weeks for this team to go, this is how we kind of do it. You know, this is how yeah. it works. Were you about to sing Montel, Montel Jordan? This is how we this do it. This is how we get Stop it. <laughs> I agree. I think, and that's a good point. I do think they're having fun now. Um, yeah. It'd be really hard not to have fun in the position that they're in, the position <laughs> they've been in for the past six and seven years. So that's true. Um, I think take it with a grain of salt. I think this team was set up to perform this way. So yeah. it's a success. Absolutely. I don't think you can call it a failure at this point. And I think the success was beating the saints because when you look at, they've had a pretty easy road, right? Like their schedule hasn't been that challenging for them, given what they have packed on their roster. You know, their first round in the playoffs was a team that already wasn't necessarily playoff contention team, but then also didn't have, really their starting quarterback or their backup quarterback or whatever you want to call him. So I do think beating the saints, even though they were not hundred percent is now when, when you get to say it's a success and this will be the first team that they're facing. That really is a super bowl contending team worthy of being in the playoffs 
at what is likely to be most the closest team to 100% they've seen thus right. far. So I think this will be a true test. I don't think it takes anything away from the time up until now, but it will be interesting because, like you said, you know they've spent everything they've brought in now is short term, and next year's yeah. team won't look like this. But yeah, Tom Brady was not – he wasn't having fun when they were losing. He was um, not having fun, not having fun enough to the point of not – staying on the field for four and a half seconds after the game to shake a hand. So I mean, when, when you, when you've got Gronk and Brady, just kind of not saying it outright, but saying we are having so much fun down here than we were up in new England. That, that says something like Gronk came out of retirement because Tom Brady's his quarterback. Yeah. Like, like he, he will follow Tom Brady into the depths of hell because that's his boy and to lure him out of retirement where Gronk was pretty, he was having fun, man. He was healthy. You know, he's doing the CBD thing. He's, he's having a good relationship. He's doing all kinds of stuff. But but when Tom Brady calls and says, look, man, you got to come down to, to the eight, one, three, man, you got to come down to the seven, two, seven, because we're going to do something special down here. That's, that says something, man. So I, 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 it's fun. It's fun to be a Bucks fan again, because for the longest time, it's just been frustrating and frustrating and frustrating and frustrating and frustrating. That is, that's very fair. It, it seemed frustrating watching from the outside, but then again, I'm also frustrated in my own right. So understood. Uh, but yeah. if, Brady, if Brady goes and wins the Super Bowl, because I think kind of speaking on the success of the season, we're speaking from the viewpoint of them, this being their last week, right? We're kind of speaking at it from if it were to end today, what is the status? But if Brady wins this week, goes to the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, wins the Super Bowl, is he now the official best player in NFL history? Is he the GOAT of the NFL, if that That's happens? Hands down. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think you can't and, – and I think the, the reason why, and, and that's – people are going to argue that point till they're blue in the face, and, I mean, I can hear it. Um, I think that under conditions – to go to a team, and we've seen it. We've seen this Buccaneers team grow from confusion, frustration, not knowing who they were, finding themselves, and then really hitting their stride. So really the Bucs are almost like a confused teenager this entire year. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know how they do it. Finally, everything kind of clicks, and I mean really – They've just changed over the 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 seventeen weeks, uh, you know, regular season, going to the playoffs, making things happen, and they did that all with a quarterback who was new to their system, didn't know the terminology, didn't know their players, didn't know the calls, didn't know his offensive coordinator, and I mean, they've just they've done it on the fly, uh, and so to have a team go in the NFL to, you know, not knowing each other, playing together. Bumpy road, 17 weeks, and then all of a sudden, you know, here's the finished product. This is what you get. I just don't think there's been a lot of other teams or a quarterback that's been able to do that and put it all together in, in one year. Many have tried. None yeah. have succeeded. I mean, we've seen guys change teams in their, their kind of like their prime years or their, or their last couple of years in league, like Joe Montana yeah, you know, going from San Fran to KC. Brett Favre going from Green Bay to yeah. the Jets to the to the Vikings. You've seen so you've seen all those guys try to. Re, I mean, now Brett Favre got close. Joe Montana yeah. got close. Like those guys got close, 
that there's a real sense and a feeling that Tom Brady could actually do this. Like he could actually take this team to the Super Bowl and win his seventh. And there's a stat that came up today that Tom Brady has 14, 14 playoff or 14 consecutive winning seasons, 14 wins or something like that, more than two behind a few organizations in the NFL. One guy compared to three organizations. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. So that whole, like, you can have a conversation about in, in the NBA about, oh, is Jordan the GOAT? Well, LeBron's there. He's the GOAT. In football, there's, if this happens, if he wins the seventh with the Bucks, the conversation's over. That's it. There's You can't have any more conversations about it. That's it. Brady yeah. is the mountaintop. Nobody can compare to him on, until somebody comes out and does what he did. That's it. There's no Tell Matt. Tell Matt, yeah. yes, I totally agree with you, Matt. He's He won those Super Bowls. Brady's just won more yeah. in my eyes, and that's what kind of submits that for here's, me. Here's also, though, Manning was not at his top, top form when he won that Super Bowl with the Broncos. The defense won him that Super Bowl. Yeah. But to be fair, like I think there's so much devil's advocate you can play on this season in particular because he was dropped in. This isn't Tom Brady being dropped onto the Detroit Lions and then taking them to the Super Bowl. This is him being dropped into a team that has an immense amount of talent, probably more raw Mm -hmm. talent than any other team in the league right now on both sides of the ball and special teams. So I think that's you can play devil's advocate and you can work semantics and you can say he's got everything a quarterback could want. He's got... Honestly, not a lot of true competition in the division. He got really lucky with this division this year. The Falcons and the Panthers were pretty much non-starters. And then you've got the Saints who coming down to when it mattered weren't 100%. So I think Um, that situationally he lucked out in the sense of there's probably no better place at no better time with any better coaching staff he could have ended up. Oh, you know, However, Tom Brady was playing this out like two years ago. He was eating his avocado ice cream, like looking, scouting his own team. He's like, Listen, I'm probably going to be here for two more years. If you are, if you are a, yeah, if you're a conspiracy theorist of the NFL, <laughs> you look at, and as I've seen it, and if you look at the, the Super Bowl being in Tampa, him <laughs> trading to Tampa, and then not only that, but then, you know, the Tom Brady effect comes. We've seen it. We've seen it happen on the Patriots. We've been yeah. victims of it against the Patriots when we've played games. You've seen it happen this season, whether Bucks fans want to admit it or not. The Tom Brady effect <laughs> transcends past the refs, past I'm the, o- all of I'm these. O- right? Kaylee, Kaylee, I'm okay with that. Tom, yeah. Brady, Tom Brady's there. He's, he's chilling with Giselle. He's like, look at these teams right now in my offseason. I'm like, oh, okay. L.A. could be a good fit for me. You know, mm-hmm. they got some talent. They're a young team. And then he's, I'm looking at Tampa Bay. No state tax. He could probably hang yeah. out with Jeter for a little bit in his house. Uh, sunny. It's the weather's nice. Yeah. Uh, good golf. Good. Uh, good golf courses everywhere. Uh, immense, <laughs> immense amount of talent. Immense amount of talent. They got so much talent there. I believe my eyes through. Got enough cap space. Got plenty of cap space. I could probably lure my boy Gronk down here. He was probably doing this two years ago. He's probably oh, like, yeah. you know, yeah. If, yeah. I, if, if, at if least I'm gonna end, last year, I think. At yeah. Least last if year. I'm gonna, yeah. if I, if I'm gonna end my career, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end it. Not, I'm not gonna end it. In, snowy new england i'm gonna end it somewhere sunny and nice where i can you know thrive and have a good tan and hang out with my buddies all the time and where the super bowl is gonna be right that's that's his goal is to make records it's to be a guy that that's why he stepped away from new england he accomplished so much in new england it wasn't enough until he did it somewhere else and on top of that being able to break a record and get into the super bowl which at the end of the day like it's a it's a real like 
kind of prop sort of thing to talk. I mean, it is like, it's cool, but it's also says nothing about your ability. It just says everything about timing. So I think it is very interesting. Um, but I, I, it's hard to disagree. That I mean, I, I mean, think about it. You got the, you got the Super Bowl this, this year and then next year it's in the three Oh five. It's down in Miami. Yeah. You, you, you can't, you gotta appreciate that. Tom Brady can't, well, I, my, Miami's like a 43 hour drive away. I can just yeah. drive down there and maybe shack up with Jeter. Cause he's down in Miami again, just be his roommate for a couple of weeks and uh, I'll be good to go. Yeah. yeah. He's not talking about retirement because this is retirement. He's already yeah, there. Yeah. He's, he's already there. Chilling. Like this is just his, this is retirement, but getting paid. So Tom, Tom Brady is going to play football till he's 50. Ugh. <laughs> No. I mean, probably. I'm, but, I'm out. Yeah, I'm I can't out. talk about Tom Brady for that long. Yeah, it's like it's too much of a good thing. I think. It's yeah. Too much. Um, yeah. Chip, do you want to take us into prop bets for this game? Prop bets. Prop bets. Sponsored by Chip Settle here at the <laughs> lovely prop bet station. These are going to be. Player props that we're going to look at for the games, I'm sure that you can find at BetOnline.ag also. But these are going to be taken. I want you guys to tell me which one you would actually take. Are you ready? Okay, we have Tom Brady over under 289.5 yards or Aaron Rodgers over under 279.5. Easy peasy. Taking Aaron Rodgers on that one. Okay. Um, Given the performance against the Saints, he was like Tom Brady wasn't good for much on the offense. He was good enough, but the defense really let them there. So Aaron Rodgers. She's taking Aaron Rodgers. What do you got, Ev? I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers on the over on that. On over 279.5. And then Tom, what's Tom Brady's? uh, What's Tom Brady? This is just 10 more yards. I'll take Tom Brady on the over. You'll take Tom Brady on the over. Yeah. All right. So Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, the over-under is two and a half touchdowns. I'm going. Who's going to score? Who's going to be? Who are you taking? Tom Brady. Over, under, two and a half. (sighs) Both over. Yeah, I'd say both over. Both over. I'm doing both over. This is going to be a shootout. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So now we got, we're going to move and we're going to move to the favorite subject that we all like to establish with the Buccaneers. It's going to be rushing. So I'm going to give you three names and we're only going to give the Kaylee's boyfriend's number because I know she really likes that. Love Leonard Fournette, over or under 42 and a half yards? Over. 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 over Aaron Jones for the Packers over under 59 and a half yards over 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 really yeah the Bucks are pretty solid in the rushing department okay all right receiving yards now we're gonna just take two of the top actually you know what we're gonna we're gonna take who I say we take because I think this guy is gonna have a huge game okay Bucks better look out for him all right and it's Robert Tanyan from the Green Bay Packers, who I think is going to be a key stopper in the red zone. They better be ready for this. They're saying 
We should know this because you commented last night on Beauty and the Cleats. That's right. <laughs> Key weapon, I believe. Now, the over-under here. Now, judging Robert Tanyan works in the red zone, so his number's obviously going to be lower than a wide receiver. Over-under 34 and a half yards. Under. Under, yeah. You think under that? Yeah. Under. yeah. Now, I would say right around 30, if I had to guess. I bet. I think so, too. Now, one guy who's on here, which is kind of funny, Alan Lazard who had a touchdown last week on a busted play. There was a blitz, and there was a guy going off the field. And uh, Aaron Rodgers, of course, found him. I think that play was like 69 yards or 70 yards. That's his first touchdown in a hot minute. So, Alan Lazard, over, under, 45 and a half. Under. Under. I think under 45 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now I'm going to go real quick. We're going to look to score first. Do we think? I'm surprised you didn't throw in Martez Valdez Scantling, a USF alumni, by the way. Go you want Marte- Mar- Marquez is on here, dude. Oh, is he? Marquez? Uh, Marquez I, he, he, he's not going to have a big day. I think he'll No, he is not being valued very well on the lines. I'll tell you that. Robert Tonyan's got a higher yardage count than he does. So you well, got MBS, yeah. MBS going off right now. Over under 29 and a half yards. Oh, I'm going to oh. say over on that. I mean, she's going to go the over. God, love her. So we did the rushing. Let's see here. Out of the backfield, you know Aaron Jones rushing and receiving threat. Although the Bucks held Kamara. Actually, I did, he did crack 100, though, I think, catching and rushing. His total yards, I think, were 100. I think for the right. wide receivers, I think it's going to depend on who's going to be on Devontae Adams. Are you going to have Carlton Davis on him? Are you going to have... You gonna double team him? Is is Sean Mur- Murphy Bunting gonna be there? Like you know, is is Anton Winfield Jr. gonna be there? It's like who is gonna be? I think who? that's why they leave those guys out of these props because the number okay. one receivers will be doubled and they'll be tripled and yeah. they'll be shadowed. So, um, Aaron Jones, what do we think? Over under rushing and receiving yards, eighty seven and a half. Over and under. Ooh. I think I if the Bucks are gonna or Bucks are gonna win, they better be. Yeah, under. Around that or under. Angie's list is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Under. So let's see one more. Let's do a. Okay, we'll do the last one, and this will be a game prop. This is going to be the Buccaneers to win by and the Packers to win by. So right now, since Indy's or wow, Indy (laughs) Packers are favored. So. Do you think the Buccaneers are going to win by 1 to 6, 13 to 18, 19 to 24, or 25 to 30? Your money is plus 5,500 if you take the 25 to 30, obviously, which we don't yeah. think is going to be that sort of a blowout. It's plus 310 if it's by 1 point to 6 points. So I would say 1 to 6. Yeah. One, to, One six. to six, and the okay. Packers are, are are laying a little bit tighter because they are the favorites, and that's plus two thirty. So, okay, a lot of good bets. But what it looks like, um, from what we can tell, I think that the lines favoring the Packers, and they think Brady's going to be throwing more. That's why his yardage totals are higher. 
Uh, that's why some of the wide receiver totals are higher for the uh, for the Bucks. So we'll have to see. I can't wait for we'll this. It's going to be oh, wow. fantastic. Quite the a spread, game. Spread still holding pretty true. I have it at three and a half, which is great. And <laughs> over under went down, I think, to 51 and, 51 and a half. I tell you what, though. It's going to happen. The first score that the Bucks do. I'm doing an Antonio Brown shot. Oh, disgusting. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'll laugh at you, and I'll run the yeah. other direction. That's fine. I'm going to do it. I've, I've You're a pioneer. My, I've made my decision. I'm going to do an Antonio Brown shot the first time this school. <laughs> and we're going to film it. We're going to film it. We're going to put it on every every social media platform that we have. I love that for you. Okay, I don't thanks. know. Yeah, I, I love that for you, too. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about a guy we will not see anymore. On Sundays, no more. Philip no Rivers, more. very sad, retired. Yeah, Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil, we love him. Love to love him. He has retired with plans to coach his son's high school football team at a Catholic high school in Alabama. Um, I think they're trying to get him to do broadcasting, but I don't think that he is going to bite on that one. But let's talk about a conversation that's kind of bubbled up over the past couple of days. Which is he going to end up? In the Hall of Fame, is he headed to Canton when he's eligible to be there? I gotta tell you, old Phil Rivers, dag nabbit, doggone it, dag gumum. I tell you what, he's just a pioneer of really good teams with really bad nucleuses. And I, I don't, I didn't know Phil was that old there, Chip. <laughs> you should see. You should ask him how old he is. He played with a torn ACL. I've done that twice, so I know how bad that hurts. But yeah, Uncle Phil, as, as much as it hurts me to say this, is not going to be uh, in the Hall of Fame. I think that this is something that is reserved for people who are. Hmm, how I can just, I say this? I, Let me see I, here. I disagree. Hold on. I, just, hold on. I, disagree. I, gotta, I gotta word. I gotta word this. I don't know how I can word it. Okay. Tread lightly. Yeah, that's what I'm trying. I'm, I'm really trying here. I think that Philip Rivers is not a – he's never had all of the ingredients that he's needed to really go to the next level. That's I, not his fault, though. I know, but – That's not his fault. That's yeah, not but his fault, you play, you play through all of that. You you rise above that. You, you do – like. Nick Foles, he never, back- never will be a Hall of Fame quarterback. No, not even close. But when he had to go into the Super Bowl when he was a backup and was never played and didn't do anything, he rose above and he played and did well. Well, there's so- a difference between playing one game as Nick Foles and playing 240 straight games as Philip Rivers. See, I just can't. I don't. I can't get behind the not injured thing. I just can't. Well- I can't do it. Like I, I want. I understand how, it. I, I, I understand how, it, but how, I just can't. No. So you're wait. So you're putting you're putting Philip Rivers in the same. You're putting you're putting him in the same sentence as Nick Foles. Which that is was one game. That was an example. That was That's, not. Chip, that, I'm not comparing careers. Okay. I'm telling you what transitional football means when there's adversity and you play ahead of it. Kaylee, since we agree, I want to hear your side first. Since you, we agree. On yeah. This. So I find him to be extremely underrated. I found him to be extremely underrated when he was playing. I think when you look at what 
Hall of Fame voters have looked at before. It has a lot to do with postseason performance, which I think is really, really unfair because I think we know that in the postseason, really anything can happen. And it's it's a one-game season, essentially, every week in the postseason. And when you look at somebody like Andy Reid, right? Like, that's a guy who we know is, if not the best, one of the best coaches in the NFL, probably to ever coach NFL if we kind of look at it once his career is over. And he is barely above 500 in the playoffs. So I think when you look at that and put that into perspective, what Philip Rivers has been working with has not really set him up for success. And then I think right now the Hall of Fame voting has changed a little bit. So I think they'll look at it from a much broader perspective, um, thankfully. But I think I, I, I like to take into account as well his impact on his team, his impact on his fans. And when you look at the devotion that Chargers fans had in San Diego, his devotion to those people, the city, a lot of people who are like, our team is not that great, but we're fans because of Philip Rivers. And as soon as he's gone, we're done, right? So I think there's a lot to say about his presence in the league, his ability to lead a team, his ability to lead a franchise. And I think when you look statistically, I mean, he's fifth in league history in passing yards and touchdown passes. So it's not like he's trailing that far behind in stats. It's just that he's coming up with some of the best quarterbacks in league history, right? Like if he were to play in a different era or a different set of years, if you take those 17 years and remove them from other quarterbacks that he's playing with, he's a no-brainer Hall of Fame candidate, right? But I think you look at who has been in the league when he's played, and it's tough because they're maybe on another level, but overall league history, I think it's hard to argue that he doesn't belong there. Rivers, it was in the class with Ben Roethlisberger, and Eli Manning, both gone to the, the Super Bowl. Both have won multiple won Super Bowls. Okay. I'm taking Phil over Eli any day about going on. Any you're, day, 100%. Phil has the better – listen, <clears throat> Phil has the 17 years. Phil, Phil falls in the line of the Warren Moons, the Dan Marinos. Wow. The Jim Kellys. Wow. Like, I'm I'm telling you he, oh. the, because the chip because the the resume speaks for itself. Now, granted, he didn't go to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. It should it should to be in the, the Hall of Fame shouldn't be about how many Super Bowls that you have because there's plenty of quarterbacks Not about out how there. Many. It's about going to one. So okay, so you can tell me that <laughs> Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson, both Super Bowl winners, should be in the Hall of Fame over Philip Rivers. Nick Foles is a Super Bowl winner. We talked about him, and he definitely yeah. does not. That's different. Career length. But, you're, but you're, you're saying to me, if you, if I you think don't have a least. Super Bowl ring, you're not. You're not no, I did not say that. I okay. said Super Bowl appearances. I, 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 I at least. As Adam Sandler would say in Uncut Gems, I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> I, think, I think you got to be. And no. you know what? I think I the body. Put, I, I think the body of work should 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 show for itself that if if he you have the body of work where he's had tremendous tremendous years of playing football, seventeen years in the league where he hardly ever missed a game and his stats prove it. He's in there now. Obviously, first ballot, maybe not, maybe not. Yeah. But I think he he should be in there over a lot of guys that are probably going to be considered for the Hall of Fame. And guys like Nick Foles, guy like guys like Eli for sure. Eli deserves to Phil, be there. He he deserves to be there, but I think he Phil should go in. Phil should go in before Eli. 
in that draft class. That's fair. I like that. I don't know about that at all either. Well, I disagree. That's crazy. That's crazy talk. I don't understand that. So Matt Ryan's in the Super Bowl. Matt Ryan is going to the Hall of Fame. Then. There shouldn't be any problem with Matt Ryan going. There. That's to be determined. He hasn't retired yet. Well, yeah. I know, but still, he's on the trajectory. He's on the track. You're talking I, about if, it, if I if I was if I was to say should Matt Ryan be in the Hall of Fame, I'd give him a vote. I'd give him a vote. Yeah, yeah he's no. there. I don't know if he's the first ballot either, but he's there. Yeah, no. he's in the conversation. I'd I'd definitely give Matt Ryan a vote. Definitely. I just don't – you know what I think when I think Hall of Fame? I think you are the best of the best. You are – you either pioneered the game, you invented a play-action pass, you created an offense. Philip Rivers in his career, all it has been Rivers. is consistent and steady. That's, that that's not, to me says Hall of Fame. And plus he made the, the BOLA – Fashionable, you know he the bola. He made that fashionable. He <laughs> made got nine children. I was thank you, Kaylee. I was about to say he's got the same amount of kids it's as not Ryan. Fitzpatrick. award, folks. Like, I'm he, sorry, it's not. They already and, do that with another award in the foot in football. And he's probably got one of the, some of the best trash talking in the world. Right. Is he the best trash talker in the NFL? One of them. He's <laughs> one of the best. And, and to and to coin this, the phrase "dag gummit," just like uh, Bobby Bowden does at FSU. That that's Hall of Fame. I yeah, love it. Fame. I that's love it because there's nothing. Have you ever like done something in traffic and instead of flicking you off and getting oh, yeah. upset, someone just like disappointingly shakes their head or gives you like a finger wag? That hurts so much more. So his, his trash talk gives me finger wag vibes, where it's like he can ruin your whole existence. And he doesn't even have to swear to do it. It's honestly fantastic. But if he's not your best, he's not my best either. But who is the best trash talker? Deion Sanders, man. I mean, you know, the funny thing is, and when I saw this on the rundown, I laughed at it. We're never going to hear. We we never are going to hear some of the best things. Now, mic'd up, you get to hear a lot of this. But Andrew Luck, if you ever heard some of his – and Kaylee, he used to do – he did exactly what Phillip Rivers did. But he would just do it in a way where he was, you know, graduated from Stanford and, you know, lived abroad and was just, you know. He would yeah. do it in such a way where somebody would just wreck his life and he would get up and he would just be like, man, how you doing? God, that was that was an amazing play. What are you, fortitudinal? What, what's your story? <laughs> guys look at – like the nerdy positive, like – and it, the guys would look at him and go – Man, you are freaking nuts. And I mean, some yeah, of the, yeah. It, it, it's funny because Phil would do it in the nicest way to his trash yes. because he wouldn't cuss dad yeah. gummit. He would not cuss, but he would, tra- he would be on the sidelines, like cheering on the defense instead yeah. of being on the bench looking at plays. That's how much of a cheerleader he was. So yeah. speaking of that, speaking of hall of famers and big games sure. the new year, comes tons of new big games in sports with big games you need big stakes and kansas city stakes has the cuts you create the playoffs to celebrate the playoffs <laughs> and the big game visit kansascitystakes.com slash game day and save up to 25 dollars on combos perfect for game day plus get free shipping with the code believe b-l-e-a-v at checkout that once again that's kansascitystakes.com slash game day with the code believe 
Love that. Fantastic, Evan. Thank you. Thank you. And I have, so it's on the rundown, so I don't feel as bad, but can we do five minutes on the Jags so I can talk about how dumb I feel like oh. these personnel are? <laughs> of course you can. You can, you have five minutes to rent. I love okay. it. Yeah, five minutes to rent. First of all, as if Urban Meyer wasn't terrible enough, the hiring of Trent Balky is the most boring, uninspired thing I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life way to just fill the position with a yes man who's just gonna do whatever urban meyer wants you to do this hire is not impressive instead of like going out and saying hey we have the best vacancy in the league which you do by the way you say let's bring in this guy because you know urban meyer is just gonna tell him what to do and urban meyer now runs the franchise apparently oh but wait now shod khan wants to be the go-to guy for football which makes no sense because what does he know about football so now Urban Meyer and Balky are both going to be answering to Shad Khan, who's now more hands-on approach when it comes to the Jaguars, which screams bad decisions. And then now his like, ah, it's just so bad. It's either you have the chance to get a really good rebuild in progress, and I feel like this just has the opportunity to really screw it all up. You know, Kaylee, the, the door is the door is open to be an honorary Bucks fan or an honorary Falcons fan. The the door is is always. I'm open. just I'm not I'm not that kind of person. I'm trying to have hope. Okay. Um, but it just seems like it's dwindling day by day. It's just like, and I I do find this with most of the GM hiring so far. They're very kind of boring. And like, if we want to switch up the way we approach hiring and we approach coaching and managing, these are not the hires that should be made but uh yeah i mean when it comes crashing down it's it's hard to be more disappointed than i have been in the 25 years i've been alive so um they can't really hurt me anymore we do have a score update on the bulls they're winning oh. uh, two, to one, two to one over carolina at the end of the second period so we got one period to go so two to one that's why i did that's why i did this this fist pump almost like i was hitting myself in the in the huevos with my elbow that was my jogs rant that it was, was less than five minutes it that was, was, it was it's, there's not a lot to say about it but let's talk about um there's so there's a lot of speculation on deshaun watson and a lot of other quarterbacks that you know are with teams getting new coaches new managers and will they stay or will they go so we have four or five six of them so let's kind of run through these are they going to stay or are they going to go starting with Matthew Stafford under new head coach Dan Campbell in Detroit. Oh, can I say one thing? Yeah. No. Dan, Kaylee, Dan, talk over. I'm just kidding. No, can I say one thing about Dan Campbell's press conference? Do it. No. Did you guys yeah. see that? Yeah. No. The guy needs to be a promoter for WWE. Yeah. He wild. Oh Did he God. scream? Was he angry? <laughs> Don't tell me. I want to watch it. Don't I, tell I, me. I, I, want you, I want you to watch this. I'll YouTube watch it. it. Like, yeah. At, at one point, he said, I'm going to put the knee on something during his press conference oh God, and, really? and he said the word poop but it with another another phrase <laughs> okay i'm okay. with you I, I love it i think stafford's going somewhere uh stafford's going to the indianapolis colts nah he's going mm. to the denver broncos mm. both of those are good landing spots yeah, i agree yeah. i think he's, he's leaving um Reports of him wanting out. I thought that maybe a new coach would help him be comfortable, but I don't see that happening now. Dude, this is the guy that played behind one of the worst offensive lines for his entire career. And like, he's he has got so ton, yeah. everywhere. Tons of tons of back surgeries everywhere. Yeah. 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 All right. Next up, 
Carson Wentz, the team hired um, Nick Sirianni to coach after the unexpected departure of Doug Peterson. So is Carson Wentz in or is he out? He wants out. He wants out. But he wants out. I think it all depends on where they're going to go for the offense. Because if it's not going to cater to him then he's going to be wanting out. But like the thing is, who's going to like want that huge contract that he has? Who's yeah, gonna $128 who, million. Dollars. Who's going to want to pay that? If yeah. I was if I was Carson, I'd stay. Yeah. I think he's going to stay only because there won't be anybody, maybe other than the Colts because Frank Wright's there and, and Frank Wright, Carson Wentz were together at one point in Philadelphia. That could be a landing spot for, for Carson, but I just don't think the Colts will say, Oh yeah, come on, Carson, come over with your huge contract. We love you. I don't think that's gonna happen. No. I think he, I, I think would, he stays. Yeah, I would stay and just make Gatorade for you know whatever his cap number is next next year. What is it, thirty four million? Yeah, I go up to the new coach, be like, hey, you want some uh, orange or you want lemon lime? What do you need? And, him and Chase Daniels, man, the, the largest paying backup quarterbacks in the league. So look. Hey. I- if I had that job, I wouldn't be complaining. Like no. if I could just I chill and hold a clipboard and make money, like I'm here for it. But yeah. they, they have been telling head coaches apparently that were interviewing prior to the hiring of Sirianni that um, they should expect Wentz to return. So I don't think they have any intentions of trying to unload him because I don't think it's going to be worth anything. It's really yeah. unlikely they get a trade offer that makes it worth it for them. So I would also say that he stays um next up Deshaun Watson obviously the of the town he is gone so there's a lot to consider here because obviously you know he's put them in a weird position obviously he's got a no trade clause on his contract meaning he really has to approve whatever place and offer they find for him which makes Nick Casario's job just miserable (laughs) to be honest so much fun and so you know it's really kind of all it seems like he has the power but i think nick casario does have a lot of power as well because he can kind of forge those offers put it in front of watson or he can choose to keep him there because you know i mean if offers don't come in they can choose to keep him he signed the extension so it's it's almost like another nick Foles situation not nick Foles, uh, carson Wentz situation it's like huge contract limited options and his his real only option is miami because that's the only one he's he said he'd be open to training to yeah so, and Miami, Miami's kind of like a good point. I mean, they're they're almost to the T of they're almost to the point of okay, we're done rebuilding. We're ready for play. We're pretty much playoff ready now. Yeah, it's just we need that final piece of the puzzle, which is the quarterback. And honestly, I don't think two is the answer. So no. if if they can come up with a deal where they're sending Tua and maybe one of their first rounders and second rounders over to to Houston, which if I was Houston, I would take it in a heartbeat. You're gonna bring over Deshaun Watson. Yeah, you're gonna be fine. Yeah. If I was, if I was, if I was Houston, I, I, which, you know, we're we're hearing we're hearing conflicting reports about they're taking phone calls or not taking phone calls about him, but they're definitely taking phone calls. And if well, I, they screwed it up, and that's the thing is like right. they wouldn't be in this situation because he wanted to stay there, so they should right. be taking phone calls. Well, and the thing is, this this whole situation what shouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Bill O'Brien. If yeah. Bill O'Brien didn't make the dumb bonehead moves that he made for the past couple of years. Deshaun Watson, we wouldn't even be having this conversation about Deshaun Watson, you know, staying or going in, in Houston. And the, what I what I like about this most is a lot of the players that, you know, are in the locker room, they back him about wanting to leave because it's such yeah. a mess right now. 
So well, that- I think they know that, like Bill O'Brien screwed them, right? But you yes. look at the the opportunity to mend those fences and build around Deshaun Watson was really doing what you told him you were going to do and giving him the mm-hmm. opportunity to be involved in choosing the head coach and the GM. And then you go above his head and don't give him that opportunity. And you go with the blatant hire and not to say Nick Casario is not a good hire, but that it was just kind of expected as opposed to what's actually going to work to help rebuild that team. So I think any chance you had to undo the damage that Bill O'Brien did, you just basically slapped it in his face and said, F you. So I don't know. I don't blame him. Bill O'Brien's done in Alabama right now going, sorry. John Watson, I am waiting till the 49ers call and I'm they're getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. They're jettisoning draft picks. I'm going where Kittle is. I'm going where they have a receiver on the outside, going where they have a running game and where they get back all their defensive talent next year. And that's where I would totally sit. I couldn't imagine Shanahan's offense with a quarterback that's already mobile. You have a guy like Kittle. You have Ayuk. You have a good line. You have a good running game. Not to mention your defense is stacked when it's 100% healthy. Um, that's where I, if I was him, I would, I would hold everything until I got that because I think the Niners, they know they're already built to win and they need to get back there. Jimmy Garoppolo is not the answer. They know that now cut bait, unload his contract and get a winner back. For sure. Uh, if your Atlanta Falcons is Matt Ryan in or Mm -hmm. is he out? I got to tell you one thing, man, he doesn't have a freaking choice. (laughs) <laughs> his money is so stacked. Not as bad as Wentz's, yeah. but it's pretty stacked. And the Falcons are negative in the cap right now. The Saints are very negative, too, as far as – I think they're yeah. the most negative. So they're going to have a lot of ground to make up. But the Falcons are negative, too. So, I mean, and I don't know. Maybe management, you know, Terry Fontenot, new GM, he's going to have a great, you know, look at this. And, and he'll – if they can find something that a team – you know, finagles or pays more, the Falcons unload more, you know, maybe they can, I'm not sure. But um, I I mean, financially, I just don't see how, I I don't see how they make it work when they're already in the red. Um, But maybe, I mean, maybe that happens. I don't know. That's fair. Yeah. I think he stays. Okay. I think he stays too. I think it's like going to be a transitional situation. Yeah like planning for the future, letting him guide the young quarterback, whoever they find, and then when he's done, transition out. I think the Falcons are going to be interesting to watch in the draft this year because they have a pick outside of their four. So we think two quarterbacks are going to go off, and then you have BYU's quarterback, and mm-hmm. the third pick is uh, Miami? Maybe? So depending upon what they're going to do, I think that's who's third, but the Falcons are in a key spot where if Miami is not trading or someone's not trading up and he's still on the board, I think the Falcons definitely entertain trading offers and start trading down. That's fair. That's fair. All right, Evan, do you want to talk hockey? Yeah, I do. Actually, I'm getting ready to put out something on Twitter about our our special, our our special announcement. Let's so, do the announcement. I, I, th- I think it's time to. to I think tell it's time. Everybody. I agree. I think it's time to tell everybody what uh, we've been kind of teasing, 
teasing about uh, for about 24 hours or so. So um, Play the Bay, this show, has entered into a partnership with probably one of the best independent breweries around town. Hold on a second. Woo! <laughs> He's got to do a He's doing full you bail. Know, oh, there it is. When I got to the old cap switch. We have entered into a partnership with Three Daughters Brewing Company. Boom! That's right, everybody. Boom! Play the Bay is now sponsored by Three Daughters Brewing Company. You can find them in St. Pete. I have got one of their new releases releasing tomorrow. The Double Hooked IPA, which is fantastic, by the way. That's what I was sipping on in my IPA glass right here. So we're excited. Uh, we've got some cool things coming up with them. Uh, they're excited about working with us. Uh, we will be there probably next month for a live remote for their Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras crab boil. Um, and then baseball's coming up. So, so yeah, hit us up. I will, I will post on Twitter, the amount of beer that we have that, uh, you know, if you, if you catch us out and about, um, yeah, three daughters play the Bay in business together. I, I want to say one thing. I was there yesterday morning, taking a tour of the whole facility and <laughs> I, I was like a kid in a candy store. I've never yes, seen were. I've never seen so much beer stacked upon stacked upon stacked. And then the I guess you can say the vials or the the, the silos of vats? Uh, the vats, the, I think. Vats, yeah, really good call. Vats where they had the beer at. Like I I did not want to leave. Like I I, I told Brian, who is uh their 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 marketing officer, I was like, dude, like I had no words like the words, the words could not come out of my mouth. I I was, I was stumped for words because I was a kid. And then every, every stack of beer that he was handing me to put in my trunk to not only give me, but to give you two as, as our, as the co-host of the show was like, I'm, I'm getting teared up because there's so much beer. (laughs) Like like driving over the skyway. It was like just so much. I, I was like, and then uh yeah I, my fridge is full of beer which uh you know i gave the chip and kaylee you'll get yep. some on sunday for the game and it was just it's magical it's a met if you dream it you can do it you doers you dreamers you dreamers <laughs> so if you want a beer partnership just go out and dream it and do it so yeah it's official uh, we are partnered with uh, Three Daughters Brewing Company. Uh, make sure to stay tuned for all the cool stuff we've got coming out with them. It's going to be fantastic, man. We are excited. Uh, I'm excited because their beer is awesome. They've got a great place where you can go hang out. They've got cornhole. They've got all kinds of like festivals going on there. They've got live music there, too, as well. So make sure to check them out. Three Daughters Brewing. Play the Bay. That's right. Yay. That's right. That is right. We will cut some promos, son. That's right. very exciting things yes live remote there next month hopefully we'll get out to st pete and uh, enjoy ourselves drink some uh three daughters i'm a fan of the beach blonde ale me too that's right now that is uh so (laughs) i i like that one it's nice and light uh there's still the florida the orange one too yep the orange ipa so we have just scratched the surface of like the types of beers that we can uh taste because they've got so much more and that was just I love it. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait. Man. So it'll be it'll be uh, kids in a candy store when we do the remote there in the next month. Yeah. Especially for the Mardi Gras thing, man, because the crab boil. Crab boil. That's that's where you get me. You know. Yeah, I'm in. I'm very passionate about food. Oh. Yeah, I'm in. 
Give me, give me some crawfish and some corn. Give me some of the crab boil. That's my worst. That's my worst New Orleans accent. That's bad. That's, that's not rare. good. So I do like Farmer Fred. Like, ah, y'all ain't now that Bobby Boucher down that Louisiana with the coffee. That's, that's uh, closer. You got to get a real like Cocho thing going. Now then, we're gonna go down there. We're gonna do the crab boil. We're gonna eat, drink some beer. Then we're gonna uh, do the show, and the show gonna be good. Now it's gonna be good. No oh, goodness. That's all I got for that. That's I love, good. I love this journey for us, you guys. I know, man. It's it yeah. was uh yeah, that was the one thing I, I wanted to sit out to do for us is like and, and chip, you know that it's like we can need to get yep. a beer sponsor and we got that. So I'm I'm happy about that. Yay. So, and they're, yeah, and they're awesome. They're awesome people to work with too. I mean it's it's a family company, family owned, and they're they're great people to work with too. So I'm we're we're excited to work with them too as well. So yeah, three daughters play the bay. Very fun. Woo-hoo. Any final thoughts? Any thoughts? Man, loaded weekend. Ready? <laughs> Bring the uh, voices, clear the throats, give them a little rest, you know, get, get them ready, get them pumped. Um, man, this weekend is monumentous yes. to say the least like this game on Sunday. And not only am I excited to watch it with you two and the rest of our other shows, sports caffeine, but it's also, one of the most magical weekends of the year because this decides who goes to the Super Bowl. And not only is Rafferty's Bar and Grill down in Sarasota going to be insanely packed with people, but it's it's going to be a good time, man. I, I'm excited. The electricity is going to be in the air for that for that to whole shenanigans. It's supposed to be beautiful, eighty degrees. Come join us. Yes, beautiful downtown Sarasota, Rafferty's. Come on down. Bring your cheering voice, Bucks apparel. Great drinks, drink favors. It'll be fantastic. I'm excited. Love that. Drink specials, not drink, drink specials. specials. <laughs> no drink favors there. Antonio no, no. Antonio Brown shots all the way around. Oh, no favor there. No. That's what's you'll, gonna be, be. you'll be wasting your money if you buy those. You know what? I will be a lone wolf in this whole scenario, and that's fine with me. So, you yes, be. you will. Yes, it's I okay. will. Okay. Good luck. Maybe we uh we depend. What what do we think if we win? Do we just go remote maybe from from Rafferty's live and just say see you guys Super Bowl weekend. See you next I, week. I I would say uh maybe something throughout, throughout Sunday we we do some live things and do some maybe live just some hop ons. There you go. Some hot, yeah, some hop ons. So quarterly updates, maybe halftime. What do you think? It is one of our co-hosts. Lady birthday, birthday weekend, isn't it? Yeah, it's a birthday weekend for our, our, our co host. She's over, uh, what is it, 3,565 uh, hours old, maybe? Oh, don't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm very much not a fan of birthdays, but yes, Saturday. no. So, do we have to keep that quiet all weekend or no? It'll by Sunday, the birthday will be over. No, yeah. no, you don't. You're not the type of person that does birthday weekends. No, no, I don't do birthday weeks, birthday weekends, birthday months. My mom sent me a little edible arrangement at like the beginning of Jan- like the first week of January. It shows up at my door, and I'm very appreciative. I don't want it to sound like I'm not grateful, but she said birthday month, happy birthday month, and I was like, uh, this great See, I can do the weekend, but not the whole month. I can do the I weekend. Think, too. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like now I'm like in my late 20s and that's just scary. 
Oh God! Yeah. Once you, once you, get, once you get past once you get past the thirty mark, it's just me. Yeah, it's it's pointless after a while. You just talk. mom. I see you commenting over there, and we love it. Thank you very much. That's Thank my you. mom, guys. Carol. She's I over there Carol. commenting. Magical. So Carol. Well, thank you yeah. guys for tuning in the comments. We also just made an Instagram page. So follow us at Play the Bay TB on Twitter at Play the Bay TB, Facebook at Play the Bay 2020. Apple, Spotify, YouTube, all the places that you listen to podcasts, rate, review, subscribe, leave us a nice review, and we will catch you guys on Tuesday. Make your bets, betonline.ag. What are your cows? KansasCitySteaks.com. And we'll catch you on the flippity flop. Yep. Go Bucks. Thanks for listening to Play the Bay. We'll be back again with another episode on the Believe Podcasting Network. If interested in advertising, please contact Believe.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.